I'm Heidi Rue, and you're listening to the Heidi Rue Show podcast, a place where you're going to hear from female leaders, creators, and innovators. And today's guest is Alex Barty. She is a health coach. She's an actress. She's a yoga instructor, and she's also a model. And she has had quite the journey of health. She ended up, once she got into acting, she started down this kind of spiral of over-exercise and really restriction, counting those calories, and it was just miserable. She said one year she ended up running at least three miles every single day, 365 days in that year. And she was just obsessed and she was miserable. But then something changed, something shifted in her mindset that totally changed not only how she views health, but also her future, which led her to becoming a health coach and even a yoga instructor. So we kind of talk about her journey, but then we also talk about gut health. She says that's a huge part of feeling good, not only feeling good, but thinking well as well. And then we talk about skin, how to have healthy, beautiful, glowing skin. We go through some trends too. We talk a little bit about that celery juice, the collagen powder. Is that good? Should you be doing it? Should you not? The alcoholic seltzer. Mm -hmm. All you White Claw Truly fans, listen up for that, for her take on that. And then we talk about a weird trend and I share a little story about camel milk. Mm -hmm. It's a thing. And Alex also shares what she does for her daily ritual that could help you ease bloating and really kind of get your day off to a really good start. So let's hear from Alex. When you were in that season of the overexercise and stuff, what led to that change or that shift in mm -hmm. your mindset? So... It was many years of going through that restriction mm -hmm. before like the aha thing happened to me. Mm -hmm. um, do you want me to go into that a little bit? Yeah, More? Okay. sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, because that's so real to so yeah. many people. Like, I think that's the thing is mm -hmm. sometimes you hear the, oh, this change happens. And then all of a sudden I have a much healthier perspective. Yeah, yeah. But in reality, I think it happens mm -hmm. over time. It's not you wake up one day and you're like, oh. I feel like so balanced and so healthy. <laughs> oh, totally. I'm like still figuring it out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I always grew up like skinny or lanky yeah. or whatever you want to call it. Sure. Never had to think about weight at all. Yeah. Um, you know, and then in high school, I think all girls go through like some type of body image situation. Yeah. I, I would like say that for sure. Probably about 99%. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So I think it started then of just mm -hmm. thinking. Um, you know, the skinny thing kind of got in my brain a little bit, but then mm -hmm. it wasn't until after high school. It was after high school into like the first like college years where I wasn't in sports anymore. And I was like, oh, okay, my body seems to be maybe changing a little bit. Now I need to kind of figure out my own routine as far as mm -hmm. exercise and stuff like yeah. that. And that's when during that time I started getting into modeling briefly before acting yeah. came in. And I was like, okay, well, I need to be like these people. I need to look skinny like them and like and I was already so tiny but in my brain I did not see it that way at sure. all at all right so it started with just restricting food and seeing how like little I could have and being able to like be okay mm. and then the next day I'd eat completely normal and then the next day maybe I'd eat 
a lot and then feel really bad about it. And then the next day, you know, mm. so it was, I was never, I never even identified with like anorexia or right. and I never threw up. So yeah. I wasn't believe it, yeah. but it was definitely distorted, whatever you want to call it. It was sure. something. Um, and that went on for a while. And then I feel like I kind of went into a phase of getting healthier with having my chicken and my veggies on the side <laughs> and my whey yeah. protein and, you know, whatever, the egg whites in the morning and right. whatever. Right. Um, and then I would do the insanity workout. Have you oh, heard of yes. That? Which uh-huh. <laughs> it is works. insanity. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So I was doing that uh-huh. while taking, I would go to GNC and get like fat burning pills and like oh all these different things. I'm like, okay, well, this is what people do in this health yeah. world. Like this yeah. is what you do to be like fit and in shape and blah, mm-hmm. whatever. So, and maybe on the outside that might've looked okay, but on the inside I was doing such damage to my body, my hormones. Mm. That I had no idea I was even doing that. Yeah. Um, How did you feel during that time? So anxious. Mm. I, there were, <laughs> this is crazy. I had one year that I ran 365 days in a row, three to six miles every single day. Oh my god. For gosh. that time frame. Literally driven and motivated by anxiety. <laughs> like, wow. My mood was all over the place. Um, mm. Never had any idea that it was linked to what I was putting in my body, mm. you know, digestive stuff. Yeah. Um, I would, yeah, hormones are probably, uh, I mean, I was probably not fun to be around. Yeah. yeah, I was just anxious all the time, very short fused, um, irritable, um, even more so than, you know, some we can get sometimes, right, you know right. what I mean? Sure. But um, so what changed was a friend of mine put this book in my hand. She's like, oh, you're healthy and you like health and wellness stuff because I <laughs> yeah. started really getting like interested in it and like all these different workouts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it was this book, The Beauty Detox Solution by mm-hmm. Kimberly Snyder. Talk about her all the time. Yes. Still. And I read still. it. It's wonderful. She's yes. the best. And I think it hit me so hard reading that book because it finally felt like there was an answer. Like, okay, I can be fit and toned and keep weight off and age really well and have great skin and maybe avoid cancer and chronic disease and these kind of things. So it felt like this lifestyle was the answer to everything I was like kind of searching for, but Mm -hmm. felt like I had to do all these extreme things to get there, Yeah, you know? So, and being able to eat in abundance, I'm like, oh, I can have, I don't have to count because I I was counting every calorie, every Mm -hmm. tiny little thing, measuring all my food, like, it's not fun. I mean, maybe right. that works for some people. And oh, I hate that. It was. It's it miserable. Was awful. It was miserable. Yes, it yeah. is so miserable. Because then all yeah. of a sudden, all at least for me, um, you know, my background, and I've shared this a little bit on the podcast, is I went through an eating disorder for like two decades. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is like when you're in that situation, you are thinking about food all the time. All the time. And the last thing that I want to do is think about food all the time. Exactly. And that's what happens when you start counting everything Mm -hmm. and being so strict. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would wake up in the morning and be like, food would be the first thing. Yeah. Like not excited as far as like, ooh, what can I make today? Right. It was like, okay, oh my God, what am I going to eat? How much am I going to eat of it? Like, how am I going to feel after if I work out and burn this many calories? Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like just the cycle before I went to sleep. I was thinking about like, okay, how much am I going to eat tomorrow? What I going to eat? Oh my gosh. It was awful. Yeah. 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 It was such a spiral. And I don't Mm -hmm. even know how long that actually was. I lived in that world, but I'm like, I feel bad for that version of myself. I'm like, I have compassion for her. Totally. And people... It's so easy to get swept up in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so that book really opened my eyes to. I didn't even know what vegan was. I don't think I knew what it was sure. at all. Right I, when I read, I'm like, okay. 
I'm like, oh, not eating meat. Who who doesn't eat meat? Who doesn't eat cheese? <laughs> like, what in the world? Like, there yeah. is no... And like, how do you do that? And, like, how does right. anyone do that, yeah. like, over time? Like, what? Sure. Like, maybe for a day. But I had I had no idea. So then it really, like, sparked something into me. And I started, like, doing YouTube and or looking up stuff on YouTube, mm-hmm. looking up other, you know, nutritionist um, articles, finding books, everything I could because I became healthily obsessed with it. I'm like, <laughs> right. oh my gosh, this is awesome. Like yeah. I can cleanse. And it started to matter more of what was happening inside my body mm. from the inside out, um, which mm. is a lot of her philosophy is from yeah. the inside out. And so that's really what changes that book, literally. You mentioned abundance and that mm-hmm. was kind of that shift. Mm-hmm. Explain what you mean by abundance. Yeah. Since I came from a place of restriction so much, so abundance with this, with the eating, it was like you can have – four bananas and it's fine. You can have a huge, big salad that looks like it's feeding a family of five. Like that kind of thing of not having little, these portions that have to look a certain way on your plate. Mm. So for me, it was just freedom in my mindset of not thinking Mm. about it and being able to be like, oh, and these potatoes aren't bad. They're carbs. It's Mm. not bad. These are whole foods that are doing X, Y, Z for my body. I started getting knowledge Mm. on certain things of what they did for me. It made me want to eat them Yeah, and just have... A lot of them. And then intuitively eating to where I'm eating when I'm full or when I'm satisfied and not overeating and like binging and being like, oh my God, when's the next time I'm going to eat or when I'm going to feel okay to eat again kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, I just started listening to my body more so through Mm -hmm. these healthy whole foods. I think that's so key to what you said about thinking that foods are bad Mm -hmm. because that's a, that's a huge thing of the eating disorders, when you start thinking about everything is bad, there's so much shame mm-hmm. that is attached to that. Yeah. And that just makes us emotionally totally. feel horrible. Yeah. Yeah. The guilt and the shame yeah. that gets wrapped around it. Yeah. Do you know much about the science of why diets don't work? Is that mm. really, is it tied more to the mental thing of like having foods that are bad or is there a lot of things? Does it yeah. do something to your brain chemistry? Or? I think it's both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it is both. I mean, you hear a lot about paleo or keto which is like so popular right Mm -hmm. now which keto is kind of like just another version of atkins right and you know all these yo-yo diets so i think Mm -hmm. as far as just your body your our bodies are not created to eat like that like Mm -hmm. those diets are yeah they might temper temporarily work and you might lose five to ten pounds but that's probably water weight anyway Mm -hmm. and your body is not supposed to sustain that it's not the way that our bodies are created to eat so when yeah. you're going against that, that's starting to deplete your digestive system, your um, your organs, mm-hmm. your adrenals, yeah, um, and that ends up showing up on your skin and all these different things. It's like this spiral, and then people may see some type of result, and then gain weight, and then they like want to go back to it, and it's like just back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of science behind, it, especially with the keto stuff like that too. Um, plant proof. I don't know if you've heard of. I haven't that, heard of um, It's this business, but he has okay. a website and his name's Simon Hill. He has a uh-huh. podcast too. And he, I was actually reading it earlier and it's kind of just breaks down the science of the keto diet and mm. kind of how, what happens over time, like long-term, just like the effects it has on your body. And it's like, it is mm. not good. It actually, for example, with, with the keto or the Atkins diet, like yeah. taking away carbs because everyone's saying carbs are bad, carbs are yeah. bad. I eat so many carbs a day. Like, you know, like, I don't count it. But yeah, but there is a study within what he wrote was saying people that do low carb long term actually have shorter lifespan. Like it's scientifically proven. Whoa. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, everyone, like, stop right now. What are you doing? Go get some potatoes I mean, in your body. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. And even like fruit and veggies have carbs and yeah. potato and rice. It's all good for you. Like if you're mm. eating it properly, you know. Yeah. Um, if you're not mixing it with a ton of, I don't know, processed stuff or mm-hmm. whatever. But yeah, I mean these carbs are good for you. Yes. Like your body and your brain needs it. And even you know, our culture has marketing and that's what sells people and what they think they need to be eating or not eating. Right. But this low sugar stuff, like people aren't even, are afraid to eat fruit anymore. Yeah. I'm like, God created fruit for us oh to my eat. Gosh. Like, and it is so amazing. It's the best. It's the best. <laughs> I'm like, it's okay. The fruit digests different or the sugar in the fruit digests differently than mm. this donut's going to. But right. a lot of people don't know that, you mm. know? And so that's why I'm like, I want to tell yes. all the people. And you, <laughs> you are. You can eat carbs and fruit and it's fine. <laughs> and you are. And one of the things that, you know, you just posted on your blog that I loved was talking about like gut and what you mm-hmm. do for your gut. Yeah. And you talk about, you give a great um, quote from Kimberly Snyder from mm-hmm. that book. We are not what we eat, but what we digest. Yeah. So what are some, first of all, what are some of the mm-hmm. most destructive things that we yeah. do to our gut? Yeah, this might not be popular. But <laughs> but you just first, told us we could eat carbs. So right, at least carbs. you're, you yeah, at least we got that. <laughs> but one major thing that is really not good for digestion, digestion is dairy. Mm. And it's very, very clogging and very heavy on your system. So if you don't want to fully give it up, maybe give it up Okay, a Alex. More. Well, it's <laughs> nice to have you on the I'll podcast. And out. we'll Goodbye. go ahead. <laughs> just kidding. Um, but one... Um, kind of analogy or visual that sh- that Kimberly Snyder gives that really makes sense to me is, so say that your body or your digestive system is like a wheel that has spokes on it. So okay. the wheel, it goes and goes and goes, goes around fast, whatever. And then you're throwing like dirt and mud up on the spokes mm. and it makes it kind of, it backs it up and it kind of makes the wheel go a little bit slower. And that's kind of a representation of our bodies with dairy. So dairy is like that mud being thrown on the spokes. Hmm. So over time, it this is a gross word, but it builds sludge in your body. Yeah. Like scientifically, that's it's over time, that's what happens. Yeah. So it slows us down emotionally for our bodies, and then it starts to show up in different places. So it's kind of like eating to cleanse to be able to get those that mud and stuff on the spokes to be able to come off so the wheel can start to go a little bit quicker again. Yeah. That makes so sense. So next time that we look at a charcuterie mm-hmm. board, we just need to think mud on the wheels. In the word spokes. sludge. Think of <laughs> yeah, and dairy sludge. sludge. Right? <laughs> just instead of the charcuterie, it's the sludge board. <laughs> the sl- um. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's, it's, and it's very acidic. It's, I could go on and on. I won't, right. but okay. I know that is a, Thing that is really hard on your digestive system. The good um, thing about today is mm-hmm. that there are so many, there really are getting to be some great dairy alternative yeah. stuff. Even cheeses that actually like melt. Yeah. And yeah. cream and cheese. Not just plastic. Crap. The Kite Hill cream cheese <laughs> yes, is so the good. best. So oh good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's so delicious. It's easier than ever now mm-hmm. to be able to find alternatives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I think we're making headway. <laughs> okay. So now positively, what are some uh-huh. ways that we can heal our gut? Yeah. So. A probiotic, a good probiotic is key. Um, I use hers. I feel like I should be making so much money from Kimberly I know. Snyder stuff, Kimberly, and I don't at all. Yes, if you're listening, <laughs> come look. on, girl. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome, Kim. Um, but I use hers. You can get different ones, but okay. I really like that one. It has prebiotics and postbiotics that oh, work that's together. Great. 
Um, it has a uh, or different kind of mushrooms in it mm-hmm. that are good for your immunity. And then it's an SBO probiotic, which is soil-based organisms. So it's kind of like a little bit of dirt, and which is really good for so digestion. Good. Yeah, yeah, because our soil really isn't the same as it used to be. Even mm. fif- or yeah, fifteen, no, fifty is what I wanted to say. Fifty years ago. Yeah. Um. So it's good to get that really good soil in your body mm-hmm. like every single day. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. Okay. Um. And another thing that really messes up digestion is like stress and your emotional well-being um a lot of people that are stressed or anxious have a lot of bloating and it's very much linked like your serotonin 95 uh, percent of it is in your gut that's what they call your gut the second brain wow. so if you're clogged and all that stuff it's going to make in your bloat and stuff like that your mood's going to be off and mm. short fuse and stuff like that i'm like man i used that to be bloated totally all makes the time sense. too yeah Irritable, anxious. Yeah. yeah. As soon as you get bloated, mm-hmm. you're just, uh, at least for me, Cranky. I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. like, I don't want to be around here. I yeah. want to go home and get out of people's sight. Yeah. Right now. yeah. Like, don't let me look at people <laughs> yeah. and talk to people. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I guess, you know, dealing with that in whatever healthy way mm-hmm. you need to. Um, let's see, having ongoing cleansing foods, you know, okay. getting more fiber in your diet and trying to get away from the processed foods and a lot of heavy or a lot of meat is really heavy, mm-hmm. um, getting away from that along with the dairy. Um, if you don't have a lot of fiber in your diet and then all of a sudden put in a ton of fiber, it's, that's going to be painful. Exactly. Don't do it. Do yeah. like mm-hmm. a couple of teaspoons of beans a day okay. at a time okay. um, because a lot of times that can go, that fiber can go kind of like in the middle of what's going on that's already clogged up mm-hmm. and then that's going to create toxicity in your body and you're going to feel awful. Yeah. Um, so probiotic, getting more fiber, um, the warm lemon water, I love. Okay. That's one of my favorite things. Because okay. that kind of, and immediately the warmth of the water and with the properties of the lemon are really detoxing. So when you do that mm. first thing, even sometimes I'll do it during the holidays, I'll do it throughout the day. Like when I'm like cooking with my mom or something, oh, I've done that too, just to smart. feel better. Yeah. Um, it kind of like the warmth of it kind of like starts to break stuff up. All that mm. sludge. Yeah. All that mud yeah. in the yeah. wheels. <laughs> and it, if, you're constipated, I'll make you go to the bathroom. Like it, it's, yeah, it's really, really good. And you do that first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I like doing it first thing just to kind of start the day, right? What you put in your body first thing is really important too. Mm -hmm. Um, because during the night you're cleansing. So whatever you choose to put in your mouth first thing in the morning, you're either continuing that cleansing process or stopping it immediately. And digestion Mm -hmm. has to kick in, which is like 85% of your energy. Mm -hmm. So I just like to kind of keep it light in the morning and have warm lemon water feel good gotcha um yeah so those are a couple things Mm -hmm. you said lifestyle is the biggest factor for soft hydrated and clear skin uh what are some of the things that we can do for like more beautiful younger skin yeah because you know we all want that for sure all of us yeah <laughs> um definitely the warm lemon water okay that i notice when i do that consistently my skin literally brightens i i try it out go what? home and try okay. it out okay it's true it uh-huh. really it really really does help brighten your skin um and skin your skin is the largest organ on your body so it really does start from the inside mm-hmm. out you know you can put stuff on your skin as much as you want and that's yeah. important too to have good clean products but it's mm-hmm. not really gonna do as great of a job as what your diet and lifestyle can do um so getting in a lot of greens getting in you know a green smoothie in the morning and more of those fibrous foods and just it 
like, I feel like it always just comes back to your gut. If you're staying cleansed, it's going to make your skin and everything just brighter and clearer. Um, Some foods would be avocado is really good. It makes your skin really supple. Um, Walnuts are really good. Um, And then any fruits and vegetables, obviously. Mm. And like the high water content, like cucumbers and celery, because it's not just water. They have a lot of properties that help with, you know, the vitamins and minerals help brighten your skin. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I would come back to at night when you're sleeping. So that's the time that your body actually is like finally resting and gets into that rest Mm -hmm. and digest mode. Um, So if you're eating really late or eating something really heavy, your body is then when it goes to sleep, it's digesting that food instead of going and doing what it's supposed to do at night, which is cleanse you on a cellular level. So that goes to like your- Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I get for going ahead and saying what I think you're gonna say. Okay, (laughs) shut up, buddy. (laughs) Oh man, so yeah, so that's when it goes to your hair, your skin, your nails. So maybe not eating so late or eating something like a little bit lighter. Mm Because I love to snack at night, that is like, my thing. I yeah, like that. But for maybe sure. do some celery and hummus. Not okay. The, like pound cake or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I didn't even tell you that I was going to ask you about this because I just thought of it. But, you know, um, I mean, myself and I think all of my friends pretty much, we do the collagen powder. Oh, yeah. And, but yeah. I also started doing liquid silica. Okay. Because Dr. Gundry told me. Have you heard of I Dr. Gundry? I don't think oh. So. Um, he just does a podcast. I don't know him personally, but <laughs> okay. he told me that I should get silica okay. uh, for beautiful skin. So yeah. um, is that just kind of a trend thing with the collagen powder? I think so. Okay. I think it is. I read a book recently called mm. The Plant-Based Solution. Mm-hmm. It's a really good book. It's all the like science of everything, but keeps you engaged. So it's not mm-hmm. just like all numbers. A lot of it, it's very scientific, like heavy, but mm-hmm. it's still like very interesting. I read that this summer and and this book was written a few years ago. It's not like brand new. Sure. And he talked about collagen. And I don't, I don't want to butcher what he said, but um, said something about the human body actually can't absorb and digest animal like like collagen, collagen. from. He's like, yeah. it literally can't. Your body isn't made to actually absorb it. So it's like a marketing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's certain different like plant-based companies that have um, like aloe. Mm-hmm. for like collagen since okay. it's still like a branding marketing thing people are like blowing up about it so right. i've seen those companies be like okay collagen but it's it's vegan there's not animal stuff but it's with like aloe um okay. so sometimes what i'll do i'll buy an aloe leaf at the store mm-hmm. literally cut it open and get the gooiness on the mm-hmm. inside and put it with some coconut water and blend it in my um, like little magic bullet yeah and drink that and it's great huh. so that's my collagen that. secret but yeah i I mean, you can look into it, but from yeah. what I okay. read about that, I was like, oh, interesting. And that is interesting. Yeah. yeah I wondered yeah. if it was really helping yeah. or not. Yeah. It's funny. Growing up, my mom always had an aloe plant. Like, mm. we just always had that. Yeah. So I didn't even – I honestly didn't even realize you could buy, like, mm-hmm. straight-up aloe from yeah. a store mm-hmm. until I was, like, out of college. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I found it a couple years ago, and now I'm like – I'm not going to buy aloe that yeah. probably has all these dyes and stuff in it. I'm going to get my own. <laughs> and the plants are so beautiful. Yeah. And you, it, it really takes forever. a lot to kill them, which is what I need. So Yeah, me too. <laughs> I should get one of those. I kill all my plants. I'm like the plant lady and I kill all my plants. I'm like, oh, this is not a good example. <laughs> yeah. You know, we talked about fruit. 
huge fan yeah. fruit um but you kind of blew my mind you wrote something oh. on your blog about when to eat fruit yeah. and i was like wait what i have never mm-hmm. heard that before yeah blowing my mind so that can you share that blew my mind too okay. when i first <laughs> found that out so basically when you eat fruit it should always be on an empty stomach mm-hmm. and ideally first thing in the morning because you know you're eventually eating throughout the day yeah um but if anything before a meal and not after a lot of people will be like, oh, I'll opt for this pineapple for dessert. Exactly. And you're That's like, I'm being think. healthy and whatever. Yeah. I've done that so many times. Mm-hmm. But actually what happens when you have fruit, because it digests within, I don't know, 15 to 20 minutes, if that, yeah. it's in and out of your system. That's why fruit's great for immediate energy. Mm. So since it digests so quickly, when you, after you eat a meal, fats, carbs, proteins, whatever you're eating, it's even if it's plant-based, <laughs> um, it, that fruit is sitting on top of your stomach and all that stuff you just ate in your 98.6 degree body. Yeah. (laughs) And it basically ferments. So your body isn't able to even absorb the nutrients you think you just ate, which is unfortunate because you think you're being healthy Mm -hmm. and it ferments and then creates that toxicity. And then it makes you bloated, makes you gassy, especially watermelon. Any melon doesn't even like to be eaten with other fruits too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, and I know I feel like I'm like the bearer of bad news, but it's like, it's true. Like if you do it, have mm-hmm. fruit after you're like, oh, why is my am I like crampy and like feel bloated and like gassy? It's that fruit sitting on top because it's like trying to push through and it can't because the other stuff the takes other longer. Stuff, yeah, sure. that yeah. just makes so much sense. Yeah, Ooh. it's crazy. Okay, so we already kind of talked about collagen, but I wanted mm-hmm. to go through some other kind of health trends. Yeah, and you tell me like, yay, nay. Okay. Um, let's do it. Let's yeah. don't do that. Okay. Okay. So the first <laughs> thing is um, celery juice. Yay! I'm into <laughs> it. I'm into it. I don't think it's like. The only thing that's going to heal your body, Mm -hmm. I think there are a lot of different healing properties and people have amazing stories with it. Um, I do it, but it's not, I don't do it every single day. Um, There are some days I'll do it. You know, I get on my own little kicks and stuff too. Um, Sure. I think it is fantastic, but so is other herbs and juicing and stuff like that. So, but I'd say, yeah, do it. Yeah. It's not going to hurt. It's still going to have a lot of benefits. Right. Mm Because it's not only hydrating, but there's also some nutrients too that come from it. Oh yeah. And it helps with your, um, the acid levels in your stomach. So like the hydrofluoric acid, gosh, I hope I said that right. (laughs) (laughs) So if it's been compromised or not good, it helps rebuild that. So you can break down food better. Um, helps with the lining of your gut, heals leaky gut. Um, oh, help, does it? Mm-hmm. It's wow. supposed to help okay. with brain fog too, which this is kind of crazy. Because hmm. when I I drank it one morning and I felt like this clarity, like this weird, I don't know even how, how to explain it. People are thinking I'm like woo-woo. But literally I felt like this, just all my, um, like all my senses were heightened. Yeah. It was really weird. And then I started talking to my parents about this and like celery juice and they started hearing about it. So they kind of got on the kick. Yeah. And I was visiting them one weekend and my dad came downstairs. He's like, you know what? I did celery juice this morning. He's like, I feel like I had this fog. And he explained everything. Oh and I was my like, gosh. shut up. Oh my gosh, <laughs> me too. And I didn't even tell him that. I don't think that I said anything about that. So I love it. I was like, that's so cool. So we're gonna we're gonna call this like the celery experience. Wait, you've yeah. had the celery experience too? <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Everybody's gonna be yeah. like, wait, what are you talking about? I and love celery it. Celery is really good for um, dark circles under your eyes too. Oh girl, I'm had, getting so a gallon. My, yeah, I'm yeah. getting a gallon of that yeah. and just like yeah. downing it yeah. and pouring Same. it on my eye. Always I'm just it kidding. <laughs> pouring it on. Right. You know. Yes. I will be, Mike will come in. I'm taking a bath and celery juice. <laughs> yeah. 
He's like, that's maybe a little extreme. Yeah, a little too much. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about another one um, that's super big mm-hmm. and um, sparkling water. I'm into it. Yeah, Yay. it's yeah. good. Okay, yeah. I love it every day. What I about drink it every day? <laughs> it does it. Is it supposed to hurt your um, your stomach or the um, the acid in your stomach or like cause you? I think that's gas with or is no like what's in soda. Got it. Yeah, I mean, okay. with sparkling water, you want to look at the ingredients, okay. like anything, and just look and see. It should just be carbonated water. Mm-hmm. If there's other stuff added to it, even if it says natural flavor, like I don't think the words natural flavor are regulated, so they can put so much in it, oh. and it's like natural flavor when it's actually not. Great. Sure. Okay. Um, so I guess just look, but it's okay. better than having. I say pop because I'm from Ohio, but it's better than having soda. <laughs> so Coke. Coke, Coke, yeah, across the board, Coke. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about alcoholic seltzer? Those are so. I mean, White Claw, They're truly, huge right now. holy yeah. moly. Yeah. I don't personally drink them. I just uh-huh. don't. I'm not a big alcohol yeah. person. <laughs> alcohol person. Yeah. Um, I've tried them before, and I thought they tasted mm-hmm. good. Um, yeah, they taste. Yeah, good. I feel like that's a better alternative than a lot of other drinks mm-hmm. I'm sure yeah so yay why not okay Go cool it. good yeah um because I am gluten-free so I can't mm-hmm. like beers I can't do Same, yeah. and um so that I'm like oh that's nice yeah. it's like a light thing and it's clear anything mm-hmm. that has like color to it you're like well what's in this yes but yeah yeah Okay, Go cool. for it, Heidi. You, Yay. you can drink those Thank white glasses. <laughs> okay, so this next one is weird. And I will tell you that I've had an experience actually okay. drinking legit okay. milk of this type of animal mm-hmm. um, it, when I was in Kenya. Uh, camel milk. Never even heard of it <laughs> until you came and brought it up. Apparently yeah. it's a big trend for 2019. Really? Yes. Like here? That's what, in Kenya. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, in Kenya, it's like, they're like, hello, we've been we've drinking been camel milk for forever, people. Like, we started that. I mean, I personally wouldn't, just because yeah. it is derived from the animal, yeah, yeah, and I yeah. feel like it's really toxic. Right. But um, why are people doing it? Like, what are they saying the benefits are compared to, like, goat's milk or... I know. I don't know. I think it's just an alternative to cow's milk. Okay. Like... So Not pumped to the hormones yet? Or yeah, something. I yeah, guess so. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. I don't so know if they milk. have more hydration. <laughs> I'm really talking out of my butt now, so I'm not. I'm gonna stop yeah. now because now I'm just guessing. Um, but anyways, but yeah, when I was in Kenya, we were driving along and we were going to one of the villages, and mm-hmm. there was there were these camels out there, and those villagers came over and they were. They were milking the camels, That's and so, so they were like, "That camels can be milked." Yeah, <laughs> I know. I didn't either. So it, uh, they were like, "Does anybody want to try this?" And I was like, "I'll try it. Yeah. Why not?" Yeah, when in Kenya, sure. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, okay, are you sure?" Everybody was like, "Heidi, it's not pasteurized." I'm like, "No, duh. Whatever. We're Kenyan desert. Yeah. I'm not thinking yeah. it's pasteurized yeah. out here." Yeah. Um, but it was That's not so bad. Huh. It wasn't bad. It, was it similar to? other milks <laughs> i would say maybe it's, it's thicker than like almond milk but More it's like got a like the sweet like a yeah. yeah yeah it's got like this little sweetness to okay. it um it was weird because it's warm obviously mm, yeah you know yeah. um but it was not bad interesting yeah yeah so well anyways it'll be 2020 yeah camel's milk okay what about this everyone talks about um the iv treatments especially yeah. if you're like had a night out drinking or whatever to yeah. help yourself out. What What do you think about that? I've never done it. Yeah. But I mean, if you need a little extra like B12 or hydration, mm-hmm. go for it, I guess. But I would, I'm 
super particular about like w- what's going in my body. So I would be like, okay, what, what are the ingredients? I'm going to have to look at those. Like I'm going to yeah. want to know exactly sure. what's, what's in those. And right. a lot of people don't know what it should be anyway. So, um, I don't know. I, as long as the stuff's clean, there's not synthetic stuff in there. Which yeah. I don't know if I would trust it. Cause I, know. I don't really trust I don't, a lot of people. With I that know. Stuff, but. I, I don't know if I trust it either. Yeah. Okay. What about plant-based burgers? I am into it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Impossible Burger, delicious. Yes. Every single time I, I'm like, there's no way. This is me. Mm-hmm. Like for sure. I'm going to have to mm-hmm. send it back and yeah. and just deal with what I just did. And and it's not. It's 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 so good. Veggies. Yeah. It's plant-based stuff. Um, beyond I, meat too. I yes, love that one. I do I love, love beyond. It. I haven't tried the impossible one yet, really but the beyond yeah. meat was is just mm, yeah. so good. It's so good. I'm it's like, like it's so good. It even it smells <laughs> like it when you're cooking it. You're like, yeah. what? How and the ingredients too aren't like this huge list of just horrible things you're putting mm-hmm. in your body. Um, this is kind of funny. There was this article that came out about Beyond Meat reaching out to Chipotle uh-huh. to carry. Some I don't know yeah. what type of whatever, but something for yeah. Chipotle, and they Chipotle responded back and said something as far as like we don't want anything that's processed like in our store. Like we have high integrity. Like blah blah blah. Like our food quality is really high. And I'm like, okay, makes sense, cool. And then Beyond Meats CEO or founder, whoever it was, had a response that basically was like, you can knock at my factory door any day he's like actually please come and don't tell me you're coming basically saying you can walk in at any time and we do things right what we put in our stuff is right like wow. we have nothing to hide he's like the thing is you would never allow me to do that to yours in a slaughterhouse like and i was like boom i mean the Whoa. response it was articulated better than that but yeah it was so good i'm like that is so true he's like mm-hmm. if you think that your stuff or any burger you're eating is not processed because we were like all oh, these veggie burgers are processed i'm like no well the, the other stuff right. you're eating is very processed too, you sure. know. So I mean, you can go back and forth with that stuff. But I thought wow. that was a kind of funny story. I'm like, that is a- that's true. That's true. Like I yeah. kind of like that he said that. I'm like, <laughs> but that's awesome. You can always get stuff that's more highly processed that is mm-hmm. plant based, and you shouldn't eat it. Right. You know, if it's full of wheat and stuff like that, I'm like, I I can't do that because my body just does not like it. Right. Um, but Beyond Meat, I would say, is a good brand. Okay. Impossible Burger, go yes. for it. Good. And that's like you're not eating that stuff every single day. Yeah. Like. It's the other stuff around it, too, yeah. that you're eating on mm-hmm. a daily basis. So, right, yeah. right. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Okay, so tell me about some of your – we already talked about the hot lemon water mm-hmm. is the start to your day. Yeah. What are some other daily rituals that you do yeah. to kind of keep healthy? In the morning, I like to keep it light. Like I said, I'll make either juice or have a smoothie or a bunch of fruit. Like I'll go to work with like like a basket of mangoes or something. <laughs> like I'm that person that does yeah. that. Or like a whole pineapple cut up. And I'm like, eh, I'm the fruit lady. Yeah. Um, so that's – I definitely get fruit in every single day. I get some okay. type of greens in every single day. Um, other things, I do wear the blue light blocker glasses. I mm-hmm. feel like those are a big part of my lifestyle because it's helping – my circadian rhythms try to get matched up the way mm-hmm. they're supposed to. Um, and at night wearing them, which I say that and I don't do it every single night, I should. Like when you're watching TV or on your phone right before bed, yeah. it's better to have those on so you're not confusing your body, basically. Right. And then yeah. you can rest better. Yeah. Um, let's see, what other healthy things do I do? Um, movement's really important. Um, I used to be, like we had talked about, obsessed with it and over-exercised. So now that looks completely different than it did. Um, I'm a yogi now, and that I feel like has like saved my life. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I definitely don't work out the way that I used to and I feel so much better and I don't have like guilt or shame around oh my gosh I didn't get my workout in today like before you would never catch me not working out one day Mm -hmm. and now I'm like I'll go five days and I'll be like I'm good wow you know so it's like just being intuitive with your body and how you feel not Mm -hmm. to be lazy quote unquote but to listen to your body if you need to rest girl you rest <laughs> like it's what okay is, what does your workout routine look like on a like an average week yeah so lately it's looked a little different this summer compared to normal normally I would have done yoga and I do heated yoga um I love it so much I like um hot yoga. with that I'm like it's vinyasa power flow I feel like I get my strength I get my cardio mm. I get my detoxing all of it in one yes I feel like um normally I would do that like four or five times a week okay but this summer I've kind of switched it up just because it is super hot outside and that never has bothered me before Mm -hmm. but hot outside hot in the room and I don't know do you know anything about like Ayurvedic medicine no but I've so there's different like everyone has what's called doshas there's three of them Um, I won't get into all of it but one of the doshas that I have is pitta which is like very fiery very like go 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 very more towards like type a kind of personality Um, and I'm very high in that. So basically you want to balance your doshas. So some get higher than others and that's when you're like out of balance. Oh. So a lot of heat I learned is actually making me out of balance because I'm already so like motivated and determined and fiery, that kind yeah. of thing. So I'm burning through certain things in my body, which is causing some of my migraines, which is a whole other mm, podcast. Yeah. But so this summer I'm like, okay, Normally, I'd be like, well, I'm doing it anyway. I'm going to power through. But I'm like, that's not smart for me. Mm-hmm. So I've changed it. I've been doing it once or twice a week. I mm-hmm. teach twice a week, too. So I'm okay. still in the heat. So sometimes I'll only do yoga like once a week. Um, and I still love it just as much. I'll get back into it when it gets a little cooler out. Yeah. Um, and then I'll do like circuit training. So I'm okay. on class pass. So I've been doing yeah. like batch house. I've been loving um, stellar bodies, more yeah. like the strength training, sculpt house. Um, so mixing kind of like cardio with mm. um, like the mega former machines and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm kind of just trying to switch it up and do different stuff. Cool. Probably at home, maybe I'll just stretch or go on like a walk and that's my mm-hmm. workout. Maybe a little run, maybe not. I'm just trying to like low impact yeah. anymore. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Alex, thank you so very much for being on the podcast and sharing Aww. some of your um, just wisdom and insight in your story. And we really appreciate it. And um, I'll link uh, your po- your blog okay. below in the show notes yeah. and your social media accounts and everything and follow Alex. And yeah. um, if she's a health coach, so if you need some extra over. help, because um, we all need support. And yeah. like we even said at the beginning, I feel like it's such a journey and such a process mm-hmm. and um, being able to have somebody to walk alongside you is so important it can make all the difference really yeah, yeah. it can well, thanks for having me you're this welcome so fun. Alex. yeah it. no problem Yay. all right well join us back in a couple weeks on the Heidi Risha podcast <laughs>